0: This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Podcasting to all the Vazarov. This is World of Warcast. I'm Starman,
1: and I'm Renata. Welcome to this. Take two.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is take two. Uh, Ren had a, a loose wire in a microphone.
1: Yep, and the audio cut out about five minutes into recording the first iteration of this. But uh,
0: we're doing it again.
1: So we're doing it again. Yep.
0: Welcome to episode 84. This is the episode after yes. <laughs> the episode after Midsummer Festival started.
1: Yep, and the day after Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yeah,
0: happy Father's Day. Ooh, that would be me.
1: That would be you. (laughs) You got Uh, a really cool card from your kids, too. Oh,
0: that's right. Uh, If anybody didn't see it, I posted it on Twitter. It was actually pretty cool.
1: On Twitter, yeah. That was a very cool card.
0: Yeah. And I have
1: in my hands the world's most expensive show notes. Oh, no, why? (laughs) Yeah, I've got the... I, I... copied the ptr notes for the show uh 12 pages well it's six pages printed front to back but i had to buy a new printer for them because i ran out of ink oops which doesn't sound quite as bad as it was what happened was i printed out the first iteration and they were almost unreadable because they were a very pale shade of gray on the paper and i realized i was out of ink and i said oh gosh i gotta go buy some more ink for this but then as i got thinking about it this is one of those all-in-one printers that has the scanner, the fax, the copier, and all that other good stuff. It's about three years old, and the fax component of it stopped working a couple months ago. Well, although I use do use this some for personal stuff, I use it primarily for work. So, the fax part of it's pretty important. Not having a working fax, so I said, well, you know, is it really worth buying ink for a, a printer that's three years old and you know, one quarter of it doesn't work, so I went out to Best Buy this afternoon and bought myself a new HP OfficeJet printer with all the things that actually work, and got free ink with it, yay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a $375 show notes. To wow. The only thing I've printed off it so far, so that's that's why my show notes are expensive today.
0: How's the Midsummer Festival going for you so far?
1: Pretty well. It's It's been a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy yeah. that one. Now, I did wake up about 6 a.m. on Sunday to, to start working on it so that I would have, well, I did. I just happened to wake up early, but mm-hmm. I, it was actually good because one of the things, as you know, that I like to do is to get these mini casts out about the holidays. Mm-hmm. And so it was good to get up early and kind of get started on things so that by 8.30 I had most of the show notes written. Mm-hmm. And then Kryler and I went out to breakfast, and then I came back and recorded the show. For those of you who have listened to it, there have been a, there are a couple of small updates to this. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, the thing about the juggling torches that several people pointed out is that they're not sold out. Right. So you can use your alts, and I know you've got them. You've got at least an auction mule. Everyone's got at least an auction mule. I do. You can take your alts to go collect these because you get five of them free from doing the torch catching quest. And since you only need about twenty, you don't have to have that many to do it. So if you're short on blossoms, like uh, some of us are, mm-hmm. until they get the fire thing fixed, um, that will save you having to spend about fifteen blossoms on extra on extra blossoms.
0: Argu'll have them in the bank. Uh, everybody would just grab them, use them, and then just put them right back.
1: Oh, that's kind of nice.
0: Yeah. I found the best way to do it is you move your camera directly over your head, and then you just map a hotkey. I think for me it was mm-hmm. number one. Uh, you map a hotkey to the torches, and you just spam uh, key mouse, key mouse, key mouse. Do it that way.
1: Yeah. So you go click, 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 click.
0: Mm-hmm. And you just do it over and over again, and then you're done.
1: Yeah. The, the As I said in the mini cast, the real problem for that for people is – Um, the speed of their processor and video cards and dealing with Dalaran's lag. But you can often find a nice quiet corner of it somewhere to get it done. Um, Blizzard has announced that they are aware of the problem with the fires for those of us who did some or all of them last year, not resetting and not being able to get blossoms from them.
0: Last year, I only did the 350 to get the brazier. And mm-hmm. we didn't know that there was going to be an achievement system last year.
1: No, and we didn't really have any indication of what was going to be needed for, for the holiday achievements either.
0: Right. So I just did my 350 and, and then that was it. I was done. And I don't even know if you can get the 700 for the two pets. That might have been why I stopped to do that. I mean, do you know if we can even get the 700 to do in one I'm year? I'm
1: not sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure either. But the problem that we have this year is that... If you did uh-huh. stuff last year, this stuff doesn't reset like it's supposed to. So all those all those blossoms that you were supposed to get, you don't. Right. So you're kind of screwed.
1: Well, the thing is, <coughs> excuse me. If you look at the coins of ancestry as sort of a parallel achievement set. Because it is very similar, you had to go to particular people in all all scattered across the land to pick up these coins of achievement. Now, I know for a fact that I've done that in previous years. But according to my achievement log, I hadn't. So I had to go back and visit everyone again. Also, like the the coins of achievement, you you could you could turn or coins of ancestry, you you could turn these in for well, actually not quite so valuable prizes. There were some recipes and, and some garments and such, but um there was no pet. I did enough to get the pet last year. Also 350 blossoms, but unlike the coins of achievement, the the blossoms only have a 14-day duration. So even if you'd saved some from last year, they would have been gone in 2 weeks. Right. So I think that it was supposed to work like that with the uh with the burning blossoms from the fires, but they did not reset. I wouldn't even mind them resetting to the point that all the ones that I didn't do this year, which is all of Calimdor and all of East Kingdoms, reset to the point that it, it de-achievemented me because I can do that in an, you know space of an afternoon. I can do that. It's not a problem as long as they do it before the, the the holidays over. But the problem is, is for those of us who did a lot of these last year to get the pets or the braziers or whatever, um. I've sat down and calculated that I'm going to be short 80 blossoms for the 400 I need to get the three garment pieces needed for the um, Burning Hot Pole Dance achievement. Oh, sure. And I'm not alone. A lot of people are in this boat.
0: Yeah, I am too. I, Like I said, I, I did all that stuff last year that didn't reset. So right now I have mm-hmm. 295 Burning Blossoms. I need five more. I still have to buy the boots and I have to buy the shoulders. And once I do that, then I can finish. Oh, by the way, I found that what you can do is you can buy the shoulders, do the achievement, and then you can return the shoulders for the 100 blossoms back, which is really good. Right. <clears throat> because if you're short to get the pet, if you're still trying to get the pet or the or the brazier, you can get 100 of those blossoms back, and then that's less that you actually have to do. The rest of the stuff is good. You got the s'mores and you know some other things. Uh-huh. But for the most part... Uh, it, it's those blue items that you really want to get. Hmm. The other thing I found is that people were saying that you can get twenty burning blossoms a day, and what I found is that there's this level. It's supposed to be a level seventy, I believe, daily quest in Hellfire where there are these four. Right. <clears throat> there are these four ice crystals, and you go up to one, and they melt. And then what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to kill some NPC and then you get uh, 10 blossoms. I think you get 10 blossoms from doing that.
1: Yeah. And there's also something, uh, there's another quest with the Twilight Cultists in Ashenvale, which I know for a fact I did last year.
0: Yeah, I did that. I did it last year and it worked for me this year.
1: Right. But, um, the thing is, is that I can't, there's a daily that supposedly is associated with it. And I can't pick that up for some reason. Huh? Yeah. Um, I just went back and looked. When we when I did this last year, I was only about level sixty, so I didn't do the city quests, the the ones to capture the city flames. I've done Darnassus and Exodar. Came out without a scratch, no issues there. Right. But I'm kind of waiting a few days for Orgrimmar and Stormwind, simply because oh God, Orgrimmar, um, or Ironforge and Stormwind. I mean, because yeah. um. And there's people can't, like I said on the on the mini cast. There are people just camping that to get the city defender. Oh yeah, so, sure, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm just waiting for people's uh, patience to wear out, and then I'll go in and grab. Them. I got two weeks to do it.
0: Well, what happened with me was I got all the city ones. I didn't have any problems at all. But then I went into Orgamar, and I, I run into Orgamar. Yeah, and. I just there was a big party of people there and as soon as i get there i got the flame but it's like boom pile on the alliance guy i didn't have a chance to get out i didn't even think of taking my gear off cuz i just thought that it would be easy i probably should have done that
1: yeah there's a lot of people who are who are, who are uh, on the various forums that i that i go to that are talking about oh what is your yeah, city flame stealing outfit and they're talking about, you know, <laughs> naked but with a red cape.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, I just love to see that. Okay, so yeah. if, if anybody has any screenshots of their flame stealing outfit from midsummer, let us know.
1: Yeah, we want screenies or it didn't happen.
0: Yeah, screenies or it didn't happen.
1: So, yeah, I've been having a I've been having quite a lot of fun with that. We also did a hune yesterday. Uh first time we did it on heroic. Um there's two things that he drops that are of interest. One is uh, an enchant, which actually isn't that great an enchant by 80 standards, but, you know, I, I have this Pokemon thing when it comes to recipes. Got to collect them all. And it did drop the first time, and I won the roll. There was two of us, but we did it again on normal, and it dropped again, and the other enchanter got ones too, so that was cool. Um, but a lot of people are farming it for the, for the little Scorchling pet. But So, have you done anything else interesting?
0: No. Well, my schedule is back to normal. As everybody who's been listening to the show may know, my schedule was completely out of whack the last month.
2: Mm-hmm. does work.
0: Yeah. I, I just was not able to play the game. I j- j- it's just one of those times in life, every few years, you just have this period of time when you just cannot turn the game on. Yeah. And, and we,
1: ours kind of coincided this time. So. Mm-hmm.
0: So I didn't play the game for almost a month. I mean, I did on and off. I would log in, see if I got any mail, say hi to people. But I do mean, a daily try, or two, maybe do a daily cooking something like that. But uh, I I just couldn't do it, even on the weekends. Right. And so getting back into the game yesterday for the first time. This is the first time I played more than five minutes, and mm-hmm. it, it was strange. It's I knew everything. I knew where everything was. It's not like I lost my touch or anything, but. It, it it just felt very familiar and yet still very strange at the same time.
1: Right. Oh, oh I do have one other other little bit of news. I think it's pretty cool. Well I twittered about this. So those who those who follow me on Twitter will have already gotten this, but um, I am apparently destined to play the horde.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um I
1: I it kind of hinted at this in, in the last podcast that I started a new business and the new business is, is that I've kind of hung out my shingle as a professional genealogist. Mm-hmm. And I do have a couple of, of clients that I'm working with right now, but um, I'm also been working very, very heavily on a couple of the more sticky parts of my own genealogy, simply as exercises and records because I'm preparing to go for certification soon. And this is a test that takes a year to complete, literally. Wow. So, what a um, long,
0: strange trip it's been.
1: Yeah, what a long, strange trip it's been. But, um, so I was doing research on my third great-grandmother, who I, I've had trouble finding. And she's in she's from Ontario. So I've been doing a lot of, of work with Canadian records. Mm-hmm. And I discovered the woman that I th- I believe, about 95% believe, that is her mother. Her th- maiden name is Thrall. Nice. Yes. So, so, so as, as I said in the tweet, not all of us can be Thrall, but some of us can be.
0: <laughs> so, not only is is are you related to Thrall, but he's Canadian, eh? Mm hmm. So.
1: <laughs> I have proof that Thrall is Canadian. Thrall is
0: Canadian. <laughs>
1: You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> we must protect ourselves, eh?
1: <laughs> well, the other thing is is that uh, I, I, as I said in the, in the in the tweet, that I don't believe that my fourth great grandmother was green, but mm-hmm. of course, you know, she did die in the late eighteen hundreds, so by now she might be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. What is
0: it you seek, eh? Eh?
1: <laughs> do you suppose- I'm never going to
0: look at Thrall the same way again.
1: Uh, I uh, Do you suppose that, that Thrall eats poutine and you know goes to Tim Hortons? I,
0: maybe he does. Well, he does now in my head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Thrall. Have Hemps- some Molson. <laughs> anyway. Want well, to do
0: the Great White North, eh?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I am not so- going to do the Bob and Doug song. Should I?
1: No, 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 okay. no. Anyway. So, we have only one topic for this cast because it is a 12-page, very expensively printed topic, which is the 3.2 patch notes on the PTR. These are
0: these are big, big, big patch notes. It's changing a lot of the game. Yes, it just, is. Why they decided to do this just as things are going fine with everybody okay so the very first thing this is let me explain what, what I mean as we've had for a number of months now, you had your 10 man normal um, raid. Uh-huh. and then you had your 25 man heroic raid and that's where all right. the good gear drops. For some reason, Blizzard decided to do 10 man normal, 10 man raid or heroic rather, 25 man normal and 25 man raid. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know what numbers that Blizzard has, and, and they must have bl- much more accurate numbers than we can even guess at. But it seems to me that the only reason why they would do this is because they must see that some people are just hitting walls. I, I well, don't know. I definitely
1: think that that's true with Alduar. Uh, I think that you know, if you if you read people's reactions, but if you th- you know you think about the difficulty difference between Nax and Alduar. As, you know, it's sort of like going from, you know, you, first you're in like about sixth grade, mm-hmm. and then you're in college. <laughs> there really, it wasn't a, a smooth ramp up. Next was, I think, overly easy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But Alduar was, I don't think it's overly hard, but it's hard enough. You know, we're talking junior college here, we're not necessarily talking about grad school. But we're talking about enough of a gulf between Nax and Alduar as far as difficulty goes mm-hmm. that I think a lot of guilds hit a wall yeah. that they really weren't able to get through. And it's very frustrating. Yeah. Plus, I do like the idea of having 10-man normal and 10-man heroic. Simply because I much prefer 10-mans to 25-mans. I... I hate 25-man raiding, to be honest. I really hate it. It's just that many more people and that much more complexity. Yeah. I, 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 I really just dislike 25-man raiding.
0: I, I didn't like 10-man because 10-man seemed, like, redundant to me. Because if I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do 25-man raid, well, why should I bother doing 10? Sure, maybe you get badges or you know whatever you want to call them. But... And, and some people can say, well, you practice. Well, that's true, but we've been doing just fine with our 25-man group, and we got all the way to Yog saron while I was away. Mm-hmm. So I would think that our group is doing quite well.
1: Yes, but you enjoy 25-man, right?
0: I, I do. And I just find that this new 1025 – well, I should say the old 1025 setup – allowed me to have more time to myself and my family and everything. And now, if you know, we really haven't discussed what's going to happen in 3.2. Right. And how the how the guild is going to go. But at this point, I really don't see myself doing anything more than normal 25-man heroic anyway. And
1: That's
0: fine. You know, There's but, nothing
1: that says that you have to do anything else. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think that this isn't so much for guilds like mine or yours. I think this is more for the casual-type guilds that can get 25 people together, but maybe they're not the best players.
1: Right. They can get 25 warm bodies there. Right. They can't necessarily get 25 A-team members there. Mm-hmm.
0: And so this allows the hardcore people to not complain. At least I don't think that they would complain because they're not going to get the same gear in normal as they would in heroic. Right. And this makes the, the people that still want to do 10-man but harder but don't want to do 25-man, that makes them happy. I, I, I like this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But for me, it's all irrelevant to me. I'm just going to stick with 25-man heroic.
1: Well, I do know that there's been some concern from some people on the forums that this the having four different lockouts because this right. the, the other thing that goes with this is each one of these – Numbers and tiers is going to have their own lockout. That, oh, God, now I'm going to have to do the full bosses four mm-hmm. times in a week. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Well, I suppose with guilt, it depends on what guilt you're in. But <laughs> you don't really have to do any of this. Yeah. I'm happy about it, as I said, simply because it gives the 10-man groups a little something more to shoot for. Because I know, for example, like, think back to to Burning Crusade and Kara groups. Right. How much fun would it have been to do Kara on Heroic?
0: Well, early on, it wouldn't have been...
1: Well, not early on, but I'm talking about when you could blow through the entire instance in two hours.
0: Oh. Well, I guess it would have been nice, but they'd have to create a whole new set of gear for that, too.
1: Cool. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying
0: that um, if if there was gear to go with it, then yes, I right. think that would have been fine.
1: Yeah, well obviously there's gonna be different gear that you can get in the in the various in the various things.
2: But
1: mm-hmm. um you know, they're they're talking about there's also this, this particular instance that they're talking about, which is the Crusaders Coliseum, which is not available for test at this time. Right. Is also gonna have a five man normal and heroic version. Um, that's the Trial of the Champion. Trial of the Crusader is a 10 and 25 man normal. and The Trial of the Grand Crusader is 10 and 25 heroic. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have Crusader's Tribute active on heroic difficulty only. The tribute system will limit players on the number of attempts the raid is allotted each week. Additional rewards can be earned depending on the number of attempts left in the tribute run each week with, when the final boss is defeated. So this this sounds a little bit reminiscent of like the old well i guess it isn't really like the old um king of direball thing where you would you know you the, the amount of rewards is based on what you kept up mm-hmm. it's really you know the, the 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 more that you can get things down in one shot the greater the rewards and i mm-hmm. think that's kind of a cool system too yeah. It should keep the people who the the hardcore raiders happy. It it will scale better and give them a little bit more to shoot for. So I think you know I approve. I think this is kind of a cool thing. Mm
0: -hmm. Isle of Conquest New Forty versus Forty Siege Style Battleground is now available for testing. Right Um, here will two
1: level brackets seventy one to seventy nine and eighty, which I think is also very cool. Gives the seventies something to do. Um, It has siege weapons. Capture the docks, airship hangar, or siege workshop for access to destructive siege weapons or strategic attacks. So it sounds like it's it's another kind of winter graspy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that'll give people something to do. Argent Tournament expands. New daily quests. This one I think is really cool. A mounted squire pet. That will... And I read that this, this can periodically run bank mail or vendor errands for the players. I heard that it's eight, every once every eight hours. Hmm. How many times have you been in a dungeon and you go, oh, crap, I forgot to buy food. <laughs> or, well, you haven't because you're a mage. But I have well, done this things, as yeah. a... But how cool would it be to be able to run stuff back to your mailbox to mail to your auction meal?
0: Yeah. That would be nice. Although, wasn't there talk of engineers creating mailbox, portable mailboxes at some point? But they can.
1: Oh, but they, they can. can now. How can Mali. I never see them? Molly is is a. Uh, it's a little thing that you. Oh no! It's not, Is it Molly that creates the mailbox, or is it Molly that creates the vendor? Yeah, uh, I know that they can create a portable mailbox.
0: Oh, they can do. I like, I have never seen one.
1: I have. Hmm. I did when when we when the guild was working on the achievement to get the black war bears of killing the various leaders of the alliance
2: mm-hmm.
1: um several of us had done this in two iterations and i remember before we went into darnassus with a group many of us had finished because the last one that we'd needed was ironforge right and someone pulled out a mailbox so we could get um we could get our black war bears. So, as Christy put it, the people in Darnassus will know that most of us have already done this achievement. We're just screwing with them. <laughs> she didn't say screwing, but you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there is there's already a portable mailbox, but this will allow people who are not engineers to be able to have access to those things. They're also going to have a Paladin exclusive, Argent Crusader Charger mount, and new heirloom items. This might actually get me back into Argent Tournament. I kind of lost interest, to be honest. I did too. So, that will be kind of fun.
0: It's not my thing.
1: We already mentioned the Druid skin changes last.
0: Yes, we did. Uh, We have new portals. Yes. Portals from Orgrimmar and Stormwind have been added, leading players to the Stair of Destiny at the Dark Portal. Which makes sense. You want people to get there.
1: Right, and it saves having to go to Stonard or to Netherguard Keep and then mm-hmm. having to run down and go through the portal manually. Mm-hmm. It does save a little bit of a flight and run. Yes. A new Zeppelin Docking Ramp has been added to Thunder Bluff to allow Horde players easier transport to and from Orgrimmar. This is very cool because... For a while now, the Night Elves have had an easier way to get to Stormwind via the new ship system that they've got. Mm-hmm. So all they've got to do is get to Aberdeen. Um This allows uh, new Torrin players to get to Orgrimmar without having to run all the way across the Barrens, <laughs> which is just a really long and tedious run. Local Postal Service has grown tired of walking so far every day to collect mail and has decided to install a large number of new mailboxes to Stormwind Under City, Darnassus, and Orgrimmar. Thank God. Well,
0: okay, I want to know what large number means because I can't see mailboxes every 10 feet. There are well, you a do lot an ex- in, in Dalaran.
1: Exodar and Silvermoon. Think of how many mailboxes are all over the place. You can't go 10 feet without tripping over a mailbox.
0: Is this trying to address those people that sit on mailboxes? I'm that sure. that like mailbox that... raids?
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's the stupid people who get on their mammoths or on the Alliance side on their elephants and sit over the mailboxes.
0: Yeah, or several people that do that.
1: Yeah, there's there's several people who do that.
0: Northrend Children's Week has arrived in Dalaran. Players can find out more by visiting the Eventide District. Okay.
1: Well, so obviously they're they're just throwing in another little event. There is kind of a, a shortage of anything to do event-wise, world event-wise, between Midsummers and Brewfest. hmm So maybe this is something they're going to throw in. I would guess, although they haven't announced exactly when this is going to come alive, generally big, these big patches take six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So I would guess end of July, early August, we'll see this come out. And um, that will be a nice thing between those two things. Now, they, they haven't announced that there's going to be any achievements surrounding that this year. But hopefully it will not involve going and screwing around with people in Eye <laughs> of the Storm.
0: <laughs> oh, God, not again.
1: Okay, uh, uh, arenas. Here we go. Here we go. This has been very, very, very unpopular. The newest season of Arena Gear can only be purchased if you meet the requirements of your 3 or 5 player team rating. Rating requirements for 2 player teams can still be used to purchase the previous season of gear. In other words, your 2v2 Arena rating won't matter toward new gear. Mm -hmm. I think people are understandably upset about this.
0: And I can understand why, because you worked your butt off for this stuff.
1: I, I really, you know, maybe someone, one of our listeners out there who plays arenas can understand and articulate why it is that they made this change. Um, was it something about the, the 2v2 makeup that was causing some people to be able to get this too easily? Um, the only reason that they do these kinds of nerfs is because they feel that, that people are getting the gear without really having to work for it. Was there something about the T V two teams that they felt was too easy?
0: Uh, let's see. I, I don't know. I don't know either. I didn't I don't play arenas because I suck. Right. At them. <laughs> I'm very bad. If you want somebody who sucks on your team, then invite me.
1: Me too. Me too. <laughs>
0: Um, Dalaran Sewers, the entire arena has increased in size by 25%. You can use mounts. Which, mm-hmm. I, this is the only where, place you can use mounts, right? Is in the yeah, uh, I think Dalaran so. stores.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, hmm. Was that necessary? Were people complaining about its size and now they made it bigger?
1: Well, they, they made it bigger, so maybe you need mounts to be able to get from one side to the other. I, do, I don't know. And they made some changes to the. Ruins of Lordaeron. Alcoves have been removed from the starting chambers. Thank you, I have played Ruins of Lordaeron, and those those alcoves really caused some major problems. <laughs> Two line-of-sight tombstones have been added to the slime pool at the southern side of the map. Yeah, thanks. Love that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the collision around the central tomb has been smoothed out to prevent players from being stuck in, on the terrain as often. Oh. So you'll only get stuck on the terrain sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I did play Ruins of Lordaeron some as a hunter, and I do. I got stuck in there once. That was very frustrating. <laughs> okay, here is the one that everyone's been talking about. One mm-hmm. of the battleground, battleground experience. How long have we been talking about this issue?
0: It seems that people have complained so much, or, or maybe Blizzard just found that it's the right time to do this for some reason.
1: I don't know, but whatever it was, I went around... Singing It's the End of Twinks as We Know It to, <laughs> the, to the tune of It's the End of the World as We Know It by R.E.M. So, you know, it's the end of the Twinks as oh, we know it. God. Now, I have to preface this by saying I have two Twinks. I have a 19 Paladin and a 29 Rogue Twink. And they are Twink to the gills. Mm-hmm. The reason I made the Twinks was not. So I could break kittens. (laughs) A lot of people go into uh, battlegrounds as a twink because they enjoy just squashing undergeared players (laughs) willy-nilly. I went into it because in the battle group particularly that these two twinks are in. I play in the venture company with these. There were an awful lot of twinks that you could barely dent I mean, you're a 29... I'm a 29 rogue. And I could barely dent this one mage that I used to run into every now and again. I mean, he was just absolutely crazy. I did it to survive the other twinks. And the thing is, is that... If the twinks get the idea that they can't hit you easily, they just avoid you. Mm -hmm. They're just going after the easy prey. Kryler and I call it bricking kittens. (laughs) Um... And so Blizzard came up with this idea because there's some of these people who've been 29 now probably for three years, Mm -hmm. as long as they've had battlegrounds in. This is how it works. Players will now be awarded experience for completing objectives and actions that yield honor in battlegrounds. Honor kills not included. So you you get experience for things like someone on your team returns a flag or they get a node, or any of those things that get experience, you get experience for. Players who do not wish to gain experience through PvP can visit Best End in North Stormwind, or Slots in Orgrimmar, both located near the Battlemasters in each city, and turn off all experience accumulation for the cost of, t- cost of 10 gold. Now, for those of you who are going, well, this doesn't mean the end of Twinks, read on. Disabling experience gains will prevent a player from gaining experience from any means available in the game. And players with experience gains turned off who compete in battlegrounds will face off only against other players who have experience turned off. I think it's wonderful. Because what it means is two things. Oh, I see
0: where you're going with this. Yeah.
1: Number one, those ultra-geared Twinks now have one of two choices. The first choice is is they level up, and they they level up out of their... Well, actually, they've got three choices. They level up out of their experience bracket, and by the time they get to the top of the next experience bracket, say it's a 29 right. character who's got all their gear twinked, by the time they get to 39, all the stuff that they spent all their money twinking is no longer going to be any good. I mean, the, the chance will still be there, but it's you know level 28, 29 gear. The other thing that they've got is to only face off other Twinks. Mm-hmm. I guess it's option, the only way course, to really is,
0: solve the problem.
1: The third choice, of course, is to cancel their account. Oh, <laughs>
2: wow. Well.
1: Which is what a lot of people are, are threatening to do right now. Um, yeah, that's what it's meant to do. Is it's you know I don't take any of my characters into Battlegrounds anymore. At least none of my, my younglings. And I would like to. Except that you face off these people who are massively overgeared, spending hundreds of gold, enchanting and such. Or they can choose, if they're, you know, ultra-twinks, to go off against other ultra-twinks. But they can't brick kittens under that mm. thing. I think there's a lot of people who go into twinking in battlegrounds simply because they want the free experience from just slaughtering Undergeared people. The other thing I think this will prevent is, before my, I'll just take my twenty nine rogue for as an example. Before she got super twinked, Mm -hmm. she would get yelled at by people in her battleground. She'd go into Warsong Gulch, and people would go, "What the hell are you doing in here? You've got greens. You're only level twenty seven. Get out of our battleground."
0: People would actually say that to you
1: all the time. Every time you go into a battleground, now it didn't happen. Once she got twinked, it didn't happen to her, but she certainly heard it happen to other people. At least in her battle group, you know. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I'd love to hear your stories about this. But have you ever gotten yelled at in a battleground because you only had green gear? You only had one or two blues. You were only level twenty-seven. It happens all the time. That there are a lot of twinks out there who think that the battleground is their personal domain. And this is just the comeuppance that they need. Hmm. Just my opinion. But I really think that as you know, as someone who twinked more out of self defense than anything else, um, i I really applaud this change.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I understand much more now.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I've played that game on that level. And, um, frankly, I'm looking forward to it going away. I, I do know that a lot of people who've invested a lot of time and money into Twinking are, you know, understandably very angry about this change. They're threatening to, to cancel their subscriptions. But there are some people who are Ultra Twinks who are. Saying that they're embracing this challenge and they're looking forward to playing other people who are twinks and say, "Okay, maybe, maybe I can prove it's skill, not gear." TVT. Yeah.
0: Twink v twink.
1: Yep, and yeah, twink v twink, twink versus twink. But the the one concern that I have heard that I do understand is the twink saying, "Well, there probably aren't enough of us." to get together enough games for it to matter that people are going to spend literally hours in queue waiting for a single game.
0: Yeah, there might be a lot of Twinks, but they not they might not be enough in a battle group and they might not all play at the same time. Exactly. Mm. So something I something we're going to have that, to keep an eye on.
1: That's a legitimate complaint, but for the most part, I, I think this is an admission that Blizzard's battleground matching system never really seemed to work. Hmm. I mean, I'd go in with my 29 twink and end up against, you know, undergeared 22s still wearing whites. So I really don't think that that ended up working that well.
0: Yeah. St- Alright, so there are a couple of other things here. When standing at a capture point that you control, you will gain a buff called Honorable Defender. This buff grants plus 50% honor gained from kills. This affects A, B, Eye of the Storm, and Isle of Conquest.
1: I think this is cool because it will actually encourage some people to play D. Mm-hmm. They also said battlemasters in major cities affiliated with specific battlegrounds have been replaced with a battlemaster for each faction. So you can queue up for any battleground at a single battlemaster.
0: So basically what they they let the other battlemasters go just because of the economy?
1: You know, hey, things are tough all over, oh you know, layoffs, God. unemployment. Layoffs
0: in Azeroth. Who thought of that?
1: Hey, I don't know. It just kind of goes along with the rest of the world.
0: Arathi Basin, time required to capture a base has been reduced to 8 seconds down from 10.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Mm. This one I'm, I'm not really too happy about. The game now ends when one team reaches 1,600 points down from 2,000. I don't know. I just thought that 2000 was a nice even number. I thought the times for AB were good enough. I don't. Yeah, it was see fine.
1: Why. I I don't really see why they they had to make that change. And I have had games go 1995 to 2000. Oh,
2: God.
1: they're fun. I really love those games. I have to admit it. I love them.
0: I have the storm also. Uh, time to capture a flag reduced to eight seconds down from ten. And again, game now ends when run one. Team reaches 1600 points down from 2000. Meh. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. Strain of the Ancients, the faction starting on attack slash defense, will now be randomized at the start of each match. Well,
1: that's kind of fun.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I I, don't play Strain of the Ancients. I played Strain of the Ancients yesterday for the first time because I'm going for my chef title. <laughs> so, get this. I put down a feast on the boat. Mm -hmm. and the feast starts moving away from the boat. (laughs) Literally, it's like I put the feast down, and then it just starts sliding over because (laughs) it wasn't attached to the boat. Apparently, this is a bug. I don't know. But we all just had a good laugh, and that was the end of that.
2: Bye-bye, fish.
0: Now, Warsong Gulch. I got to say, I played Warsong Gulch for the first time in many months yesterday. Mm -hmm. And despite the fact I came in top DPS... There is now a 20-minute timer on this battleground. After that time, the team with the most flag captures wins. If this would result in a tie, the team that captured the first flag wins. If neither side has captured a flag, the game ends in a tie.
1: I approve. Oh, no. Yes. Warsong Gulch is you ever been? Have you ever been in a two-hour war song Gulch?
0: Oh, I absolutely have, and I love them.
1: I hate them. Oh God!
0: It's just, it's just you're just busting your butt. The ones to get... where just yes, people just, just turtle it, like... up. Well, all right. There are times when the turtles would hide in like really bizarre spots, and now yeah, I realize I, with I, the I changes to
1: turtles where they become glass. That that that's different. But I've played since then. I've still had some games go on for absolutely interminable lengths of time. And there's some of them especially where, you know, where everyone just kind of runs to the middle and and does HKs and doesn't pay any attention <laughs> to the flags that just get I mean they get maddening. You just want to get out of there. I'd rather have it end in 20 minutes than have to have to take the uh, the de- the debuff and get the hell out of there.
0: Uh,
1: you think 20 minutes is too point. short?
0: Yes. All right, I'll say that 20 minutes is too short.
1: I don't think so, <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but I get see, see. This is the thing. I come from playing Unreal Tournament. There are times, and Lyndon would would definitely uh, back me up on this. There are times when we would play. I think there were forty five minute timed games mm-hmm. for um, facing worlds, and oh my god, they were like the best forty five minutes of your life. And you would blink, and the game would be over because it would go that fast. So a 20-minute timer on Warsong Gulch, I think, is just a little... I could see 30. Like If they have to put a timer on it, all right, give it 30. 20 just seems way too short. The game that I was playing yesterday... Well, maybe it'll motivate
1: people to get their butts in gear.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, there are times when things just aren't working right, and there are strategies going back and forth. And like the game I was playing yesterday, nobody was in the middle doing HKs. That's unusual. Kill the guy with the flag... And then we go to cap, and somebody doesn't cap because he just he gets killed five feet from the flag base. <clears throat> and this was going on back and forth, and it was fun. I liked it. Uh, I they know said- people probably hate me right now, but <laughs> I think twenty minutes is too short.
1: Right. Winter grasp. They're going to give the option to queue for winter grasp from the Wintergrass grasp ba- battle master in any capital city, or by simply. Cue entering the winter queue entering the winter grasp zone and mm. queuing will begin 15 minutes before the battle I think that's a good change
0: no wait I still think 20 minutes is too short for me. <laughs> no I'm kidding mm. okay um, queuing will begin 15 minutes before each battle if chosen you will automatically be teleported to the zone any players in the zone who have not been chosen from the queue will be teleported out when the battle begins.
1: So they're limiting the number of people involved.
0: I don't know if I like that. I, we'll used, accept I used to
1: 100... like able to... A, the queue will accept 100 players from each faction, resulting in a maximum battle of 200 players each time. Yeah. It may. This may actually be a function of lag. If you got too many people in there, it gets too laggy. Well, and then
0: we'll... just limit the number of people like you do for everything else. Is that what this is doing? I suppose. But it doesn't seem like it.
1: They're also going to give level 80 players priority.
0: Uh, I, I guess you're going to have to. I guess it has to do with the lag. Issue. Well, they
1: got to have some priorities.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Anyway, out of PvP now. Races, general. Axe specialization. Orc. I am very happy about this one. The weapon bonus from this effect now applies to fist weapons as well as axes. This goes along with also that rogues are being allowed to use one-handed axes now yeah
0: i saw this and i don't understand the logic behind this because why can't
1: rogues use or use axes
0: i i'm just saying that rogues always seem to be able to use daggers and swords swords right
1: daggers swords maces and fist weapons my my rogues preferred um maggie's preferred Configuration is she uses a dagger in her main hand and a fist weapon. Uh, so, but I, I, I've had to pass up on many nice one handed axes, and one of the things that is bad about being an orc rogue is because the racial weapon specialization is axes, and I can't mm-hmm. use axes. I made an orc rogue because she's different. But now, I will not only be able to use axes, but axe specialization will also appeal to fist weapons, which is what her favorite offhand item is. So I'm very happy about this. I never Hmm. really saw why rogues couldn't use axes anyway. They can use maces, why can't we use axes?
0: True. I can never understand why priests can use maces and their clothies, but mages couldn't.
1: Mages can use swords, though. And they're clothies.
0: Yes. Uh, Can priests use swords? No. They can't. No. Only mages
1: and warlocks can use swords. That really doesn't make sense. Well, it does if you think about the old. um, Basically, that goes back to the whole ideal set forth in um, in Christian lore about not drawing blood. You just bludgeon him to death, oh, and all the blood stays yes. inside, but it doesn't actually come out. Side.
0: I was thinking along the lines of human clothy, right? If, if
1: no, yeah. no, you have to think of it back to the to to the whole thing about not mm-hmm. drawing blood. In fact, yes. that's the reason why back in the Inquisition days, the Spanish Inquisition, why they burned people. Instead of um, beheading them or something, because the church had a a uh, prohibition against drawing blood. Of course, burning people to death is hardly is hardly pleasant, but you don't actually. I mean, it does draw blood, but you don't see it because it's burning. Hmm. But that's what it all goes back to. I mean, that's, that's okay. the origin of it, fantasy-wise, of why priests can use, only can use maces but not edged weapons. But they can use daggers, so I don't understand that. Anyway, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be consistent. Can you tell I've had too much gin? <laughs> <laughs> I'm babbling a bit. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> okay, you want to go right to the emblem system changes?
1: Yeah, let's. Oh, wait a minute. I did want to mention in races that Torin will now have the option of changing skin tones. That was mentioned in the last episode. That has to do with uh, changing the druid um, skins. Why well, they can change skin tones? Yeah, let's let's go straight <laughs> no. into the emblem system.
0: Okay, both the ten and twenty-five player instances of the Crusaders Coliseum drop a new emblem of Triumph.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Any dungeons that previously dropped Heroism or Valor. Emblems, such as Naxx or Heroic Halls of Stone, will now drop Emblems of Conquest instead. Emblems of Conquest can still be converted to Valor or Heroism. There more, there's more to this, but it seems to me like they're trying to get rid of all the older stuff.
1: Yes, they are.
0: It Just just get done. You're done. We don't want you anymore. Tier 8.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Heroic Dungeon Daily Quest will now, record, now reward... Two Emblems of Triumph, and the normal daily dungeon will re- reward one Emblem of Triumph. The existing achievements to collect 125, 50, etc. Emblems of Heroism, Valor, and Conquest have been converted to Feats of Strength, since Heroism and Valor Emblems are no longer attainable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And of course, because of that, they'll be adding new achievements for the new Emblems. So it seems to me like they really just want people to, again even in this this new Wrath of the Lich King expansion, just get past it. Go, yeah. go, go. Get, get, the, Blizzard's really pushing people.
1: Yes, they are. Seems. and That that leads very well into the next section on mounts. Mm-hmm. Go. They're cha- making a lot of changes to both ground and flying mounts, and the reason mm-hmm. given is to make p- give people a chance to get through the lower-level content that much faster. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're changing the cast time for summoning any ground might mount is to 1.5 seconds, which is fine, you know. Uh, especially cool. for PvP, that's very nice.
0: I was going to say that's where it really matters the most.
1: Right. Um, but this is where it starts to come into the leveling speed. Apprentice riding skill will now be able to be learned at level 20, not 30. They've taken it down another ten levels. In addition to this, any any of those uh, mounts that you could get at thirty, the the uh, summonable mounts for warlocks and paladins have also been reduced. They've also reduced travel forms, like the the druid travel form, the uh, ghost wolf, and hunters' aspect of the cheetah have all been mm-hmm. reduced to level sixteen, corresponding to this. The price of riding skill is now four gold, and the regular mounts are hmm. one gold. This is really, really nice for those of us who, tra- who collect mounts. Mm-hmm. Um, journeyman riding skill, which is the old epic land mount, is being reduced to level 40. Wow. For 50 gold. <laughs> Expert riding. Can now be learned that flying mounts are now available at level 60. For 600 six, gold. For 600 gold from either honor Hold or Thralmar Faction discounts will also now apply. Yay for that. Um, artisan Riding, which is the epic flying mountain. That's also... By the way, the the flying forms, both regular and epic, also apply to druid mm-hmm. flight forms. Um, will now be... Now have faction discounts will now apply. Uh, Honor Holder, Valiance Expedition for Alliance, Thrall, War Warsong, Offensive for the Hold. But the price isn't changing for that one. And they're not taking out cold weather riding. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is they're making the... the, the uh, they're, they're just reducing the levels and the prices on all of the riding skill and the mounts for everything up to Epic Flying. And the reason that they gave was to get through the love, the content a little faster. And I actually have a bit of a problem with this. I like leveling. I admit it. Mm. I'm one of those weird people who starts new characters just to level through different content. I, I have a level uh, 22 Human Warrior that I'm playing with right now. That I'm going through some of the Alliance content with that I haven't been through yet. Um... I really, my concern about this is that Blizzard's really just saying 80 is the be-all and end-all of existence. And our goal is to get you through all this crap that we created before, to get you through as fast as possible so you can get to the good stuff. Hmm. And I don't really like that.
0: I, I see your point, and I agree with it, because there are times when I like leveling. But the problem that I have with leveling, and, and this is what I went through with my last... A character that I at level one, is that there are so few people around in the lower That's, level areas... That is true. ...that it it doesn't make leveling fun.
1: It is you're also... You're
0: basically soloing the whole
2: thing.
1: It's also true that most of the people who are doing this are like me. They're going through it for the umpteenth gazillion time unless they're changing mm-hmm. factions. So you're not having a lot of new people come through, but... You know, on the one hand, Blizzard says, oh, you know, enjoy the journey up and get the, the lore, blah, 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 blah. But on the other hand, they're saying, and we're giving you all these things so you can get through this as fast as possible.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so this is what I said on Wild Dogs. I did a segment on Wild Dogs last week. And, and the point that I made is, if Blizzard is trying to get us through this stuff so fast, why are we there in the first place? Right. To, to see what? Because, okay... Do we really need to see Stranglethorn Vale if we're going to get through it in two levels instead of eight?
1: <laughs> well, I try not. It's to. It's
0: like you blink. Well, I, I just use it as a midpoint, but it's like you blink and then you're done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that that area, and I always always forget it. It's it's that big, massive gray area in Kalimdor, north of Feralus.
1: north
0: of Feralus? Desolus, uh, Desolus. And that place is just massive, and nobody wants to go there anymore. I
1: like Desolus. I, I guess I'm one of those freaky people. I actually like Desolus.
0: You can keep Cause it. Because
1: nobody's there. Because <laughs> nobody's I don't li- there. I
0: hate the place. I hate it. Because it's so vast, and it's so gray, and there's only one flight point.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's tr- <laughs> Well, and also, I have, to, I have to give you credit where credit's due. The Alliance flight point is extremely inconveniently. Um, yes, the horde flight point is
0: dead in the middle. It, granted, it's all the well, way. Well, it's not the, in the middle. The last... it's, it's
1: really off on the side, but it's much more convenient to the to the various quest hubs. Yes, I have to, I have to give you give you credit there.
0: Yeah. Oh, I I just really don't like that. A thousand needles. Now the same thing. The horde have the flight point. A thousand needles. We have one in Fairless, but it's on the east and the Fairless, right at the border of Thousand Needles. Yeah, I have
1: to agree that that's so. Again, as well. same
0: problem. Um, and, and let's even talk about Fairless. Fairless, you have two flight points: one all the way on the west, and one all the way on the east. The one all the way on the west is on an island. and You have to get a boat in order to get to the main island, or the main uh, main landmass.
1: True, but then again, the, the horde only has one flight point, and it's not it's that in far in the middle. No, it's not in the middle. It's it's really mu- it's it's
2: it's no, kind it's of
1: off to the east. And the, it's it's, it's uh, not when you have to do all the ones on the west side it's really not that convenient. Mm. But so I am not gonna give you, I'm not gonna give you that there, but I will definitely <laughs> give you Desolus as being much less convenient for the, for yeah. the alliance. Um, but yeah, I really think that they they what they really need to do is they need to go back and kind of look at some of the older content, and see mm-hmm. you know maybe there's some ways to shore that up. At least maybe even get some of the quest gear up yeah. with like reality. Mana regeneration. Ooh. Oh, did you want Wait, more? To that? There's
0: one more thing, mm. and I've I I had a giant question mark over my head ever since Wrath came out. Why does Dalaran have no fly zones? Is this so that you don't drop in on the other faction or something? I just It's a sanctuary
1: the zone. i don't, the, the, dropping in on the other faction wouldn't make any difference.
0: But they but they blink you out as soon as you get there anyway. Well
1: they 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 blink you out and they give you a parachute. <laughs> Um,
0: anyway, my, my, so flying over it says here, flying over Dalaran and Wintergrasp is now possible, so long as players keep a healthy distance above the ground. I found that you can go very high above Dalaran. You know that giant spire, yeah, the big spire. Okay, you can go about up to that, mm-hmm. and it won't kick you off. Right. You can go that high, but I just never understood. Like if I just want to, you know, fly into the bank. You know, it, it starts bitching at me and it makes that noise, and I'm just like, dude, I just want to fly into the bank, right? And you know, I just really didn't understand the mechanic. It's a sanctuary; they boot you out if you if you drop it on the opposing faction. You're unflagged. So, was there something about flying mounts in Dalaran they didn't like? I
1: don't know. I don't
0: know. I never understood that. So good. I'm glad that we could fly a little lower.
1: Yep, mana regen. Uh, all items that provide X mana over five for five seconds have had the amount of mana that they regenerate increased by approximately twenty five percent.
0: That's twenty five percent. Is huge.
1: Yeah, it's, it, that's quite nice, and I think that's just an acknowledgement to some of the. Uh, the, the, some of the problems that people have been having with uh, keeping their mana up for various things. So that's nice. Resilience no longer reduces the amount of damage done by damage over time spells, but in dead re- instead reduces the amount of all damage done by players by the same proportion. I was reading some things about this online. A, a bl- well-known blogger named Ming calculated that this means that there's about a 10% overall damage reduction. Hmm. This is nice because apparently some arenas, they, some classes have problems with the insta-death where they just get killed almost instantly. Huh. And so this is meant to, you know, just increase the survivability of arenas a little bit so that people stay alive a little longer. And, I wouldn't
0: know what to think about that as a mage.
1: <clears throat> well, it was a mage. That they, actually it actually was a mage that they they were giving us an example of someone who suffered near insta-death and wasn't even able to get a spell off. So... Classes, general, there's a few things under here um, that were kind of interesting. All pets now receive 40% of their master's resilience and 100% of their master's spell penetration. Again, that's a PvP thing. Um, Replenishment, this buff now grants 1% of the target's maximum mana over 5 seconds instead of 0.25%. Per second this applies to all five sources of replenishment vampiric touch judgment of the wise hunting party enduring silent enduring winter frost bolts and soul leech and this one i think is pretty cool silence strangulate silencing shot and arcane torrent these abilities now also apply a three second interrupt effect against non-player controlled targets making them more versatile against creatures immune silencing effects What this means is you can use these silencing effects to do spell interrupts even on creatures that can't be silenced. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of nice. Death Knight changes. Death Knight changes, yes. You guys are going to get a full talent rebuff because they've made a lot of changes.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if we're going to go through all these, but from what I read, basically the blood tree is now the tree. Yeah. That's what I've been reading across the board, is that yeah, people are saying that this is going to be the new one.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of damage nerfs to both Frost and Unholy.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't I'm, know how true this is. I, I have to say I have not researched this at all, but everything that I've read said blood.
1: Right. A uh, number of druid changes. Um, not really going to cover those, because I don't know jack about druids. Did you <laughs> see anything there that really... I know it's been a while since you played a
0: druid. You know, know it has been. <laughs> I haven't touched my druid.
1: Right, um, hunters, as, as said. Be- well, the one thing I was say about druids is the changes to the flight form levels are, are corresponding to the various mount levels. Um, hunters, this one's actually a big change. Traps have now sep- mm-hmm. now have separate thirty second cooldown categories. The traps have been been kind of chunked into different areas. Fire traps, which are Immolation, Explosive, and Black Arrow, Frost, Freezing Trap, and Frost Trap, and Nature, which is a Snake Trap. You can now have one of each category down at a time, so you can have more than one trap out. Mm -hmm. And they also have separate cooldowns depending on what family they're in. This is a big change.
0: Yep, Uh, It's going to be huge for PvP.
1: Yes, it is. Mage changes.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's going to affect PvE at all. Probably not.
1: Well, it'll affect PVE some.
0: Now a little bit, not not so much.
1: But it's a big PvP change, in particular. Any comments on the mage changes?
0: Arcane blessed says mono, re- mono cost reduced by twelve percent. I mean, it just seems so arbitrary. It's like twelve percent. Okay.
1: They rolled dice.
0: Yeah, they rolled dice. <laughs> now this is big. Invisibility can no longer be interrupted by a hostile action or damage done during the three-second fade time. That's huge. Right. Because there are so many times that I'll just try to go invisible and I'll get hit. It doesn't make much sense. The mechanics is that if something hits you while you're trying to concentrate on your spell, it it should cause some sort of interrupt, I would think. Mm -hmm. It says, however... An invisible mage can still be stunned or silenced.
1: That makes sense. Fair enough. Yep.
0: The um, it says it's imp- something about empower fire. It's not what we're talking about.
1: Uh, paladins again. There change the the mount changes for paladins will change that. There's a lot of different paladin changes, but frankly, I don't play my paladin very much anymore. So. You know, if you're paladin, read those over. Priests, Prayer of Healing. The percentage of spell power the spell gains in healing per target has been reduced to eighty from 80.7% 80. to 52.6%. Wow.
0: That's huge again.
1: Big, That's a 30% big, big, drop. Big change. Now, I agree Prayer of Healing was a little overdone. But still, this is a huge, huge nerf.
0: So they upped the mono-regen, but then they... For priests, they dropped the healing percentage by 30. Yeah,
1: yeah it's a big change.
0: Um, well, if there are any priests out there that can talk about what this is going to do to affect your um, PvE or PvP healing, please let us know.
1: Well, thank God right. they've, they increased the mana regen overall, because you guys are going to need it. Oh, yeah. Rogues. As I mentioned before, we're finally getting the ability to use one-handed axes. Yay! Mm-hmm. Especially for us two or three orc rogues out there um sword specialization has been changed to hack and slash and now applies to axes as well as swords um shamans There's actually a few things i want to talk about here a customizable this is this is sort of in this a recurring theme which is going to come up in this thing is of replacing popular mods Mm-hmm a customizable totem bar will now be available for shamans, st- allowing the storing of four different totems. This is going to get rid of a lot of those uh, totem stomp, um mm-hmm. mods that are out there, and I think this is a great change. Uh, Ghost Wolf again has been has been changed, but that's sort of in the um, in the. Cat, the, the whole thing with the totem bar. We'll be talking more about this in the interfa- user interface. Because there's a lot of things that are changing that will um, mimic very popular mods. And just a few things about Warlocks. Again, the uh, the mount changes. Soul Shatter cooldown has been reduced to 3 minutes down from 5 minutes. If I was still playing my Warlock, she'd be very happy about this. Because she used Soul, soul Shatter in groups a lot. This is the, this is the ability that basically... Uh, scrubs your aggro. Mm-hmm. Believe me, she needed it. <laughs> and fell Domination Cooldown, which is the talent which allows you to basically have an instant cast pet, has been reduced to 3 minutes from 15 minutes. Big change there.
2: Yep.
1: User Interface. Tons of these.
0: Yep. Character name auto-completion for the chat frame pop-ups and mail interface can now be enabled through an interface option and in development settings this is big because i haven't actually done this myself but if there are two people in your guild or in or in your friends list or one person in your friends list and one person in your guild that have similar names you can accidentally send something to the wrong person yep so now you can turn that off
1: they're also good you can all colorize names according to class I don't really care about that one, but some people might find that useful. This one I find extremely useful as a rogue, because one of the very few things I'm called upon to do anymore is interrupt spells. Mm-hmm. Casting bars under a target's portrait will now indicate whether or not the cast can be interrupted. Big. Big, big, big for, for rogues. Mm. Because I find myself kicking at things. Then I'm, I'm wasting energy kicking at things that can't be interrupted. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy about that one.
0: Druids will now be able to see their monobars when shapeshifted. Again, that's that's very useful because you might want to know whether or not it's worth popping in and out of form.
1: Yep. Um, in the vein of replacing mods, item comparisons, holding the shift key while hovering over an item will now display the stat differences with the item currently equipped in the relevant slot. Yay! Goodbye. Why it does take so long? Goodbye, equip compare. I can get rid of that Although
0: I still would like something built into the game. I know there are mods for this that give the overall stats for a piece of equipment because sometimes there are so many gems and enchants, and and sometimes there are enchants with with a name and no stats that uh, I'd really like to know exactly what this piece of equipment has total. So I like that built in, not as a mod.
1: Macros and scripts will no longer be able to target totems by name. The first thing I thought about when I thought of this was that, sh- that uh, shamans would be pissed off about this. But actually, I don't think they're the ones who are really going to be ticked off. Because I know that there's a lot of people in PvP who specifically have macros to target. Since you can't get totems down in, in AoEs anymore. They Mm -hmm. have target. They have um, macros which target specific types of totems, so that they can shoot at them quickly.
0: Okay. They can't do that anymore, like earthbind totems, or. I don't. I don't think that's fair.
1: Uh, I don't think it's fair either, because you know, right now, we don't. We when he had the AOE ability, he could take down totems pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. and I know that I when I was running pvp's battlegrounds i had a totem that would target earthbind totems and take them Mm -hmm. down because the rogue those are really problematic but might as well take that macro out of my
0: well here's what i don't like two things one if a shaman is going to put something out on the ground Mm -hmm. uh, let's consider it um i mean it's not but let's consider it a companion a pet or something it's it's something created by the player
1: it's a conjured item
0: it's a conjured item, so if you can target a pet, why can't you target a totem? At the, in the same vein, if an NPC in the game conjures a totem, and there are several bosses that do, there are several NPCs that do. If you can target their totems, then why can't you do it for a player? I, I just don't. No, want it doesn't this
1: say that it's just for players.
0: Oh, that's true. It could be for NPCs assume, also. Yes. Yes, you're and that will be right. a
1: cause of problem in some boss fights because there are some boss fights where there are totems you got to take down instantly. Mm. So this just created a little, little, little level of complexity there.
0: Yeah, but you see, the, the reason why sometimes you'd want to target a, a boss's totem or, or anything else by name is because there is so much going on.
1: Exactly. You,
0: you've got a 25-man raid between the people, the NPCs, and, and and the spells going off,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Trying to find these things is is tough sometimes. You could lower the uh the graphics. But I uh, I'm just not so keen on this. Yeah.
1: No. Um quest creatures and objects will now show on the player's world map. That nice. is the replacing parts of quest helper mm-hmm. change.
0: Yep, and carbonite.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Vendor prices will now be listed on items, whether or not a player is at a vendor. Goodbye
0: um, item price. Yes.
1: Hmm. That one's nice, too.
0: The quest log is now double-paned for more easily viewing quest information. Goodbye (laughs) double-wide.
1: Yep. So those are the changes that are being made to UI quests. Mm-hmm. The Ravasaur trainer Morvek has returned to Angora and will offer to help Horde players raise and train Venomhide Ravasaur as a mount if they can survive the creature's deadly poison and I know what this is a response to. Do you what? Kn- there is well this is all part of the issue with um, with numbers of mounts which comes as part of the Achievement for collecting mounts. And, for example, they've kind of balanced this out with mounts uh, back in the, the mount section in order to further equalize the number of purchasable mounts available for each race. A new 60% ground speed mount has been added for night elves and a new 100% speed mount has been added for the undead. Um, they're trying to balance out the numbers. There is... An alliance-only quest that you can do in Winter Spring, which gets you to that um, that see-through tiger mount. Yeah, yeah. There is no equivalent quest for the Horde. Mm-hmm. The Horde can't do that a spectral tiger quest. So there's always been one mount there that the, the Alliance has been able to get, but the Horde's not. So this is there. The, this thing is an attempt. To even that out, so that both sides now have a special mount all of their own. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Yay! So that's what that's about.
0: Professions.
1: Yes, lots of bunch profession of, changes.
0: Bunch of stuff in alchemy. All stackable potions now stacked to twenty. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Added a new pattern for Flask of the North, usable by players with a high alchemy skill. This recipe is purchased from Northrend Trainers. Flask of the North increases your spell power, attack power, or strength for one hour, and is usable in arenas. It is not consumed when used. Mmm. Mmm.
1: Permanent potion.
2: Um,
1: Permanent flask.
0: Yeah, I'd really like to see the implications of this. Yeah. Because I don't know what the mechanics of this thing. Oh, why? Mm, okay. Right. There's there's a whole issue of, of why bother with other flasks with this. So we'll, right. we'll keep an eye on this because I really don't understand the point there.
1: Right. Endless healing potions and endless mana potions will no longer be usable in arenas. And there's five new epic gem transmutes available from the uh, north from the Northrend trainer. Hmm. And mixology benefits from Northbrand elixirs and flasks have been increased, and rage potions are now usable by druids. What took you so long?
0: Yeah. Cooking blackened dragonfin recipe now only requires one dragonfin, dragonfin, angelfish, which I fished up a bunch of those yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Hmm. Chef's hat is now superior quality and allows the chef to cook faster.
1: That's kind of fun.
0: That's neat. That's yeah. actually worth getting the, the $100 Dalaran Cooking Awards. It's I nice that it actually right
1: does now. something other than just decorate your head.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Increase the drop rate for recipes from the Outland Daily Cookie Quest. Good.
1: <laughs> for those of us who took months and months and months and months <sighs> to get Storm Chops. God. Why did you do this sooner?
0: Yeah. Increase the the chance to get a bonus Dalaran Cooking Token from the Spice Bag. Nice. Okay. The recipe for Captain Rumsey's lager can now be randomly found in the re- in the Quest Reward crate, barrel, or spice bag from the cooking dailies.
1: That's nice because it used to be only available from the Shatrath Fishing yes. Daily. And,
0: and, and I actually got that and uh, there was one other recipe. The, um, There's one Dorthran recipe or something that I got the same day. Right. I got two recipes the same day. Enchanting. Um, what?
1: Oh, go
0: ahead. I was just going to say the values of uh, Northran ring enchants increased.
1: Okay. I ran the engineering changes by Kryler, who has a, has a 450 engineer, and there's several of them that probably weren't worth, you know, there's things that where the effects have been increased or the uh, mats have been decreased and such, but there were only a few that really kind of stood out to him. The ultra-safe bullet machine and serenite iron Maker schematics have been simplified to create a full stack of the appropriate ammunition and it no longer requires an anvil. This is particularly nice because it means that you can make these in the field. So Mm -hmm. if you need the ammo, it'll make a full stack and you don't need to go back to an anvil for it. This was a huge, this is an upcoming huge, huge, huge change for engineers. Moat Extractor now has innate tracking for gas clouds while in your inventory tracking of gas clouds has been removed from the goggles. Mm. which he said the only reason he wears the goggles anymore is because it's the only way to track the gas clouds. Mm. And he has a much better helm that he got in Naxx, which he hasn't really been able to wear because he doesn't want to take that functionality away. So that's a, that's a huge one.
0: Players with 300 or higher cooking have a chance to find a waterlogged recipe in the bag of fishing treasures. This item can be traded to other players and reward several Dalaran cooking rewards when turned in.
1: Why would I trade that to other players? I don't know. (laughs) Why would I just keep it for myself?
0: Maybe you want to give it to an alt or an alt to your main. Who knows?
1: Um, I'm going to lump herbalism, mining, and skinning all together because this this sort of is the same thing. They've increased lifeblood for herbalism, toughness for... For mining and uh, master of anatomy, for skinning all at level six, which is a good thing because really, all of these were much too low for the top hmm. level. I mean, I have uh, 450 herbalism. The level six, the level six life bloom to hardly does anything. I've got like twenty thousand of hit points on my rogue, huh. and level six life bloom hardly does anything. So it's nice to see that these are getting increased um inscription they're adding a new glyph of claw for young feral druids who haven't obtained mangle Mm. um some changes to various changes to recipes and jewel crafting but the only one i'm going to mention is raw epic gems can now be obtained via the following means prospecting titanium ore, alchemy transmutions, purchased with honor or purchased with emblems of or hair of heroism Mm mm-hmm And Leatherworking added a recipe for heavy knot-hide leather to Leatherworking trainers rather than a vendor recipe. Thank you. And (laughs) changed several recipes to use heavy knot-hide leather instead of the regular leather. And my friend Bean will be very happy to hear this. Non-combat pets. Eight new pets have been added, not including Argent Tournament rewards. Raptor hatchlings can be found in rare and elite raptors throughout the game world. In addition, Obsidian Raptor hatchling can be purchased from Briani and Dalaran. All more right. pets.
0: More pets. And more bots.
1: Yay. Did you get your bot?
0: <laughs> yes, I did.
1: I haven't. I haven't gotten it yet. Um, Dungeons of Raid 25 play rare, player raids will no longer be referred to as heroic versions of a raid, as there is now a distinction between normal and heroic modes for both 10 and 25 versions of Crusaders Coliseum. It's just a terminology change, really. Mm hmm. Um. And some bug fixes, one That's of the it. ones that I the only one of these that I saw that was interesting was randomly generated uncommon green and rare blue quality items of wrath of the Lich King have stat values that were lower than intended. All the wrath of the Lich King uncommon and rare items with random suffixes of the like of the bear have had their stat values increase significantly, which is a good thing because some of those things are really rather pathetic for their level.
0: Cool. good. So that's it,
1: all 12 pages of it. A lot of changes coming, yeah. And you know, like we we always have to say this with patch notes, the caveat is that these very well may change between now and the time of release. Some of these things will not go live, some of them will be changed, some of them will be added. And we'll try to keep you posted as this develops.
0: The only other thing that I need to mention. Which has nothing to do with WoW specifically, is that a new MMO has sort of caught my eye. This does mm. not mean that I'm going to start a new cast or uh, anything like that. But I'm always looking for something different. hmm And I've been hearing about this game called Aeon. Mm. It's spelled A-I-O-N.
2: hmm
0: And it's a Korean game made by NCSoft, which also made Lineage and Guild Wars. Mm-hmm supposedly this thing is supposed to be so amazingly different than everything that we've seen before that I thought, okay, I have to try this out. How different? What?
1: How different?
0: Well, one of my guildies was talking about how awesome this game is. So here are just a few things that are different. When you're level 10, you get your flight form. It's essentially, from what I understand, your character grows wings. Hmm. And the way it works is you you can do combat on the ground but you also learn how to do combat in the air.
1: Mhm. That's odd. Uh,
0: yes. Um one of the things that I've been saying that I would really like to see in an MMO and Blizzard kind of did it with Hala is that I would like an area to change based on certain environmental changes or such and and that's what this game is going to have.
1: Well, what didn't aren't they didn't didn't they plan to do that in Warhammer with cities and such?
0: They did, and that never happened either. Mm. So this game is supposed to have entire areas that change based on certain certain conditions.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the graphics are gorgeous. Uh, there's weather-influenced magic. Mm. So if it's raining... Now, I don't know exactly what happens. I haven't researched this. I've only heard about this thing for a day or two. But, like, if it's raining, your fire spells may not work properly.
1: Well, that's cool.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to keep my eye on this. I signed up. Well, I I pre-ordered it. When you pre-order it, you can sign up for the beta. Mm -hmm. And the betas are uh, only on the weekends. Ah. Yeah. So, So maybe
1: uh, next weekend you'll have a chance to play with it.
0: mm Mm-hmm. The game is already out in Korea and China, and mm-hmm. apparently it's been doing really well. It got <clears throat> MMO of the Year last year in Korea, so we shall see. And I am not moving away from WoW, but every now and then you just have to do something
1: got to try something. You can't play the same thing you have to, all the time. You've you got to try, try different here. things. So I think that's it for this week.
0: If you want to contact us, my email is starman at worldofwarcast.com, and Ren's is renata at worldofwarcast.com. You can find us on Twitter like everyone else on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) I am at starmike, and renata is at renatawc.
1: You could also leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, I haven't looked recently as to how many we have, but uh, please do leave us a review. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You want to leave us a voicemail on Skype? Our ID is World of Warcast, one word.
1: And also, of course, there's our forums at www.warcast.com.
0: Until next time, we'll talk
1: to you later. Bye bye.